0: Hello, you It is... Uh, shit, man, I don't know. That phone's all screwed up now. Okay, it is 1146 on the 20th of November. Monday, the 20th of November. Which means I have approximately four hours before I will have had my return... Statement of employee grievance uh, in the hands of the Home Depot without a response. I do not expect them to respond between now and 3 in the morning. Since I delivered my response at 3 in the morning, I figure I really need to give them until 9 o'clock tomorrow morning before I read that statement. Which is part of the reason that I signed on just now. Since I had my days all screwed up, what do you know? Um, Well, I wanted to be clear. And it's given me time to reflect on just exactly what this whole statement portends. I, uh, I don't know what my life plan with this person is after this point. I just knew that we came into conflict of a Monumental sword enough to separate us. So, here it is. And what happens after this, I have no idea. Obviously, um, that just could be the end of everything. No more contact whatsoever, which is most likely. Um, And I'm not opposed to that. Like, <clears throat> one of the things that's unusual about um, having endured this roller coaster of a nine month interaction at this point in life, I was set up for it not to happen. Even when this was happening, I was set up for this not to happen. Everything about it had to force its way into my life. Which is one of the reasons that I'm more than a little irritated about the way that things were twisted in the end against me. For instance, if someone tells you to see them at work about something and then won't talk to you at work, you know what you end up looking like is somebody who is stalking somebody at work. Very clever. Very clever. But I don't give a fuck about my uh, overall reputation, again, because I've done nothing wrong. In fact, I stand by every single thing I ever did, at least for the last four or five years. So, I have no regrets whatsoever, nor do I have anything to hide, nor do I have anything of which I am less than 100% willing to share. So... None of that coming to my aid or uh, defense. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Pause. Pausing on the all threes? Yeah, you know me. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, again, I, I can't escape. Oh, fuck. Um, is the fear that my life plan events are coming to fruition and they're coming quick. Pause. If there was anything that needed a real-time adjustment in my life, uh, my uh, overall karma in the male-female relations department could have been it. So, in non-player character uh, exhibit A to reset my karmic balance to zero. Okay. I can see that, and uh, again, that would certainly explain the uh, the prominence in the life plan board um, segment that this person achieved in such short time. So that solves a couple of mysteries, but it doesn't. It doesn't do anything to absolve the stress of thinking the life plan abrupt event is now, well, obviously it's next year. It isn't 2029, it's 2024. That's disappointing. I mean, as someone who actually loves their life, even when stupid ass shit like this is, is going down... It's not above me to see how I could be the non-player character serving up the karmic dose of reality for that character which needed to see how missed opportunities are not to be trifled with. I could see that. But in all of the ways but I can't see how this went down. The one that I don't understand is why I got no, and I mean no, support from my employer. It seems like a bad oversight considering I have legitimate claims of grievance from within the co community. And That, unfortunately, is the one strand in all of this that I feel like pulling. Not because I give a shit to uh, be in court talking about the corporate structure and its lack of um, consideration for the individual. But I do have, according to the one attorney friend who I spoke with on this point today. And uh, per your advice, and in case you're listening, uh, I'm not speaking anything directly about the case whatsoever. But when it comes to grievances in the corporate structure, um, well, there's a lot of texture there, especially considering I still have had no response. If this persists throughout tomorrow, well, by Wednesday, it's time to demand a response. In my favor are these things. When I was told of this situation, I was obviously um, completely taken aback for no such occurrence has ever um Um, transpired enough to give a grievance footing to come to bear. So, the idea that I was being falsely attacked, though not out of left field, um, was shocking. Shocking enough that I wanted nothing to do with any of it. So, I stood up and quit. As I walked out, I even thought to myself, Ugh, I'm overreacting. But I also thought to myself, but I never want to be in this building again. So am I. So I left. But I knew that at least part of me uh, had to uh, stand up and say what's being uh, levied against me is false. So and so doing... Uh, I wrote my first letter the night of this occurrence. I didn't deliver it that morning because, well, I didn't really know. Uh, I didn't know. I knew I never wanted to be in that building again, period. And I also uh, knew that I had spoken to an attorney, Yada yada. I was a little concerned about popping off. Same reason I gave myself... I won't pause for the yawn, but the same reason I gave myself a moratorium on speaking publicly. Just thought it was better that i be deliberate. So, I still have that letter. In fact, I believe it's right here somewhere. Uh, If not, it's in the other room. But that letter... is my first real reaction to the entire situation, where I essentially lay out that I've done nothing wrong. I can't be held accountable to improper behavior if I haven't behaved improperly. And I lay out, I believe, nine or ten reasons supporting that, which I, in my final version, expand to a full twelve. And uh, so, that was... All I was thinking is, well, I'll never work for Home Depot again because fuck that place. I'm also not leaving without at least my name being intact. This isn't fair. How can I be forced out on a false accusation in a situation where not a single other person there would believe the accusation anyway? I just, uh... So whatever. Whatever. I leave with no, uh, I wish no ill will upon anyone, but I do wish at least fairness in the uh, court that is public opinion. So, having done nothing wrong, having no one come even listen to my uh, uh, counter-claim of innocence, having no one care about my position whatsoever, Well, I guess the only place left to uh, adjudicate myself is in public opinion. So, as I called that next day, let's see, this would have been 14 hours after finding out the information that I did. I called asking for the store manager to return my call. I got the guy who opens on Mondays, who's like a key carrier, which makes him above... I think, the department supervisors, but below an assistant manager. So this guy is one of the few people there that I actually trust. So I know he passed my message to the store manager. I talked to him at 5.20 in the morning. By 2.30 that afternoon, I still hadn't received a call back. Nothing. No call whatsoever. So I called in... Got the one other assistant manager who I trust and said, this is what's going on, including yesterday when I was hanging around waiting to speak to somebody who apparently was never going to speak to me, making me look like a stalker. I'm not happy here about having been manipulated through an entire situation, but whatever. Her response was, this sounds like something that needs to go to an investigation, you need to write out a statement. I said, well, you know, I've already done that, having referenced the statement that I had written just that night before. And then, knowing that I didn't want to turn it over to anyone but her, she was going to be off the next day. My assistant, or the, my direct supervisor, was going to be there the day after, as would she. So my target was to get it to them on Wednesday. Having realized I should probably rewrite this to be less divulgent of all the details and more just a framework of what went on, I spent Wednesday and Thursday rewriting my copy to deliver it on Friday and have heard nothing since, now it being Monday. So, hey, that's where we stand. And none of this matters to me at all except that I've been so wrongly interpreted that I'm going to at least stand up for myself. But nothing else do I care about. <clears throat> I do not care to ever make contact with any of the people involved in this scenario ever again. I wish them nothing but good lives, but I will turn and run if I see any of them ever again. They have proven they are not people with whom I shall waste time. Time on this planet. Time on this planet is precious. Time on this planet for me is winding down. And time on this planet at this point may be nothing left but to witness what I came here to see. I can say this much. I know my fucking karma is even. Even my regular karma is even. All of my karma is even. So, if that doesn't scare you, Well, it scares me. Ah, good morning, all that shit. Let's see what time is it. It is 9.42 here on the 21st of November. And having heard nothing, here's my statement. Megan, at all. The following statement is an attempt to refute any claim by my current nemesis that I have been inappropriate in my conduct, conduct with her in any capacity, both inside and outside of the workplace. Since our entire interaction is available for review, either on your video cameras or in the text messages between us, or, thirdly, in the gift cards and gifts exchanged between us, uh, we... I have a typo there. fucking A. We never spoke on the phone. There should be no issue with my nemesis providing evidence of my inappropriate behavior. In return, I'm more than willing to offer the text log communications between us, the notes and gifts exchanged from her, as well as our entire on-camera interaction in this building, as proof that, 1. I have never behaved inappropriately with my nemesis. 2. The same cannot be said about my nemesis. 3. Everything I've ever done for my nemesis, with one notable exception flowers I sent on May 4th, signed by our collective assemblage of pets in honor of her father's passing, was requested by my nemesis specifically. 4. Any request made by my nemesis of me was followed immediately and exactly. 5. The same cannot be said of my nemesis with regards to me. 6. No sexual innuendo has ever been broached in the workplace by me. The only exception in my nemesis' case was so mild as to barely demand mention. 7. The friendship that developed in the first six months of our relationship was deep, important, and life-changing for me. All elements my nemesis was aware of. 8. In spite of this, never did I expect this to become more than friendship, evidence of which exists in multiple sources. 9. As such, all behavior toward my nemesis was grounded in friendship. Again, all provable. 10. After breaking my own personally initiated 180 days of separation from my nemesis, thinking I could be the bigger person and bury the hatchet, I was met with statements like, We're good now. Thanks for taking the time. It's nice to hear that, etc. All of which I echoed back to my nemesis. 11. I was then subjected to this... Corporate reply from my nemesis five days later while following up with her on a point she requested I follow up on. Even so, I still was never inappropriate with my nemesis and only did as she asked. 12. <clears throat> I have often set boundaries with my nemesis to maintain our clarity in interactivity so as to ensure both our safety in our regards to this matter, intentionally and again, provably. That's the end of my 12 points. There are many items about my nemesis, which I refuse to share here, because I will not besmirch her unnecessarily. The above is just the data, whereby you should be able to determine exactly how not guilty I am here, and if I need to be more direct, I will share the deeper elements of the interactions between us, of which my nemesis is directly implicated. However, since our entire interactivity is available for review, I see no reason this should be necessary, I admit there were alarm bells about my nemesis going off in December that came to a climax in February and March, inevitably causing me enough emotional distress that I suddenly quit in March to get away from it. But none of this did I ever want vetted out in the hierarchy of Home Depot, so I didn't do anything formal about it at the time. Unfortunately, it's all reviewable, so I don't think that matters toward my innocence now. Since my nemesis forced the issue of which I now feel compelled to respond, respond I have. Thankful that our entire interaction is available for review. I see three ways this can go. One, my nemesis can withdraw her statement and send me a personal letter of apology for the incident. This need not be through the Home Depot system, for I wish no malice here. I will resign with dignity and never want to interact with my nemesis again. Two, my nemesis can maintain her claim, offer proof, and be vindicated. I will resign in shame and never want to act with my nemesis again. Interact, sorry, with my nemesis again. Three, my nemesis can maintain her claim. I can offer proof that she is lying and that her claim is false. I will then demand the full weight of the Home Depot's authority to protect its employees from such claims comes to my defense and be fully levied against my nemesis. I will then resign in peace and never want to interact with my nemesis again. Regardless of the outcome, my desire to enter the Home Depot has fallen to zero. Zero. If I ever see my nemesis again, I will turn and run the other direction. I'm simply not comfortable anywhere I might accidentally see my nemesis. That's why I delivered the statement in the middle of the night. As such, I will only communicate in methods that include never returning to 7200 West Colfax again. Sincerely, me. Now, there you go. (sighs) That is me standing up for myself. The fact that it's all falling into my life plan in a way that is spookily accurate. Well, as I said roughly six minutes ago, that scares the shit out of me. I know you don't have reason for it to scare the shit out of you unless you've listened to everything I've ever said on these recordings, but if you are one of those 11 people, well, I bet you're fucking freaking out yourself. And I can't end with fucking freaking out yourself. So I'll just say, yep, that still scares me just as much as it did six minutes ago.